Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I am Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and Fan Rag Sports. I am not joined by Kyle Krabs. Uh, we gave him the day off today. He flew the ship solo, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, and so I wanted to give him a day off here and, and handle this and uh, allow him to catch up on some writing and all the many things we have going on at NDT Scouting. Um I am going to get into your questions. I I asked everyone for questions on Twitter, and uh, you guys came with some really outstanding uh, questions, and I really appreciate that. You know when you you make a tweet like that and you ask for questions, you're never quite sure what you're going to get, but I really felt the group came through with some outstanding uh, questions that should lead to some good discussion and, uh, uh, you know, get into a variety of different topics here on today's podcast. It's Friday. Hope you have a great weekend ahead of you. Um, I know that I don't have a whole lot going on besides writing, 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 uh, putting out a lot of content at FanRag Sports as well as NDT Scouting, trying to get this senior class foundation laid out for you on NDT Scouting and uh, uh, doing some NFL stuff on FanRag Sports, which I'm really excited about. Actually, I'll give you a tease right now. Uh, my my pieces that will be coming out Sunday and Monday are film-specific pieces on Michael Bennett and Andrew Luck and what makes those two players great. So I'll be spending a lot of time this weekend getting into some, some film on both of those players 
and really trying to identify, uh, from my perspective, what makes those two players great. Uh, so you guys have that to look forward to on Sunday and Monday. I did that last week uh, with Kalice Osemele and Landon Collins. So that was a ton of fun, hoping uh, this group, this pairing of players will, will be just as fun. So uh, a, lot, a lot of work ahead of me, and I'm looking forward to it. So uh, let's get into this. Today is about you and your questions. Um, so let's let's do it. Uh, apologize, apologies in advance if I uh, butcher some of these Twitter handles and how they're supposed to read. Um, it's, it's probably going to happen. The first question comes from at Steve Draft. Uh, excuse me. I am on page two. I should be on page one. The first question comes from KM Junior underscore 04. And this question is regarding Kalen Balaj, the Arizona State running back. I did uh, my senior assessment of him uh, this week and did a, a supplemental piece that went over some of his traits and how he wins. And the question was, do you think he, being meaning Kalen Balaj, is a workout, workhorse back three downs? Um, Balaj is an interesting player. He's huge, right? Six foot three, 220 plus pounds, uh, has a ton of power to run people over and challenge tacklers. He has really nice receiving skills, um, has shown the ability to catch football at all levels of the field, run routes with good timing. He can create, he's got a lot of burst for a back that's of his size. And all of those are really nice traits. And when you hear me say those types of things, you're probably thinking, wow, that's a potential starter, a guy with starter traits, a guy that could be a featured back. Well, you know, he's got to be more consistent. And he really he, he doesn't get most of the carries for Arizona State. Those go to uh, Armand Richards, who's an, another good running back. But, you know, Bellage doesn't command all of the carries at Arizona State. So we'll see if that's different this year. I don't think it will be. Um, but – you know, if he's not going to command all the carries at Arizona State, I don't feel comfortable saying that he's an NFL workhorse three down back. Um, he does give you some nice traits. Again, size, speed, burst, receiving skills, has the power element. But there are just times where he gets the football and he doesn't have any plan. Uh, his feet will deaden. He spends way too much time in one vicinity. And, uh, you know, the pursuit catches up with him and, you know, he gets he gets engulfed. Um, so, uh, there's just he's got to he's got to clean that up. He's got to have a plan with the ball. He needs to be quicker to react and, and get up the field. Um, too too many times those feet just deaden and, and he just has a negative play. So um, you know he does have good vision. He is patient. He does read his blocks and cut off them. But it's it, it, just watch the tape. Go watch the tape. You'll see this. Uh, the other thing is that he is a different player in space than he is in tight quarters. Uh, when he has the space to really read and press and then cut off blocks, you know, he's good. But when he, that's, that's narrowed down when those quarters are tighter and, you know, the, the seams aren't as obvious, you know, he's not as effective. So when we're talking about blocking at the NFL level where you're not going to have a gaping hole every time, um, you know, he, he needs to show some more decisiveness and the ability to work tight seams. So, uh, that's the four-one-one there on Kalen Balaj. Fun player. I think he's got some traits. He's incomplete. He needs to be more consistent. Um, but from a physical component side, he's really, really a nice player. Yeah, he caught every the, the eight touchdown game against Texas Tech was his coming out party last year in week two. And then, um, you know, he he was hit or miss on his production throughout the course of the year. He actually had more 
uh, 100-yard receiving games than he did rushing games. So he's an interesting player. The next question comes from John Owning. John Bossman Owning, uh, the NFL content editor at FanRag Sports. He asked me this question. What pass rushers outside of Arden Key am I going to like? Uh, John has a thing for tall, kind of lanky, long edge rushers that have, you know, juice, have get off, have uh, that explosiveness. Um, he prefers Ben. So, you know, he's John. When you look at his preferences over the years, he liked Randy Gregory, quite a big deal. He liked Tim Williams last year. If I'm not mistaken, he was a big fan of uh, Omagba Digizua out of UCLA, the Giants pick. Uh, so that's, that's his type. So Arden Key is the prototypical John owning pass rusher. So there's no doubt in my line, uh, no doubt in my mind that John's going to like Arden Key. The other two players that came to my mind is potential John owning pass rushers. Josh Sweat out of Florida State. He's quick twitched up bendy guy. And the other one is Marquise Haynes out of Ole Miss. Uh, kind of a lighter, more lanky guy, converts speed to power well, has that juice. Uh, so right now in June of of uh, 2017, those are the guys that come to mind uh, that John's going to like. Uh, obviously, I have a ton of work to do. I have a lot of players to watch. I have more to watch than the players have already said. So there's a lot of work to be done. But right now, Josh Sweat. Florida State, Marquise Haynes, Ole Miss are the John owning specials uh, when it comes to the pass rushers this year. John, I want to also let you know there's other positions besides edge. Like um, you can watch receivers, running backs, offensive linemen. So I'm looking forward to you expanding your scouting interests outside of the edge position. Next up, the question comes from Char underscore Horrent. Uh, again, apologies if I don't get your handles correct. Uh, he says, options for right tackle and left guard in the draft for the Cowboys. Obviously, forecasting a need there with uh, with some of the pieces that are shuffling around this year for the Cowboys on the offensive line. The two names that come to mind, and I guess we're talking about Dallas is probably a late first-round team again. Uh, two names that just kind of fit the bill, big, long guys. Orlando Brown, Oklahoma offensive tackle. Uh, he plays left tackle for them. I can see him playing on the right side. I've had a chance to watch some of his tape. He would kind of fit that that big people mover but has movement skills uh, criteria that Dallas likes. And then the other one is Quentin Nelson, uh, guard out of Notre Dame. Um, big time people mover. He finishes. He's nasty. He likes to bury people. Uh, so if you had a, a guard pairing of him, and Zach Martin and, and Travis Frederick in the middle. I mean, forget about it. They're going to move people for days. Um, so those are the names that come to mind. Obviously, a ton of work to be done. I'm sure more will come to mind uh, as the season unfolds. Next question comes from at CD underscore 87. The question is, who's the starting slot wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one? Um, I went to a source very close to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I asked them this exact question. I copy uh, and pasted your tweet into a message, and their response was, Eli Rogers is way better than most people know. So there you go. I'm going to go with Eli Rogers as your week one starting slot receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Next question, David Bolin, 98. Or, well, it's D. Bolin, 98. Uh, good good uh, friend of the show. He's always been a great supporter of the work that we do uh, on Draft Dudes and NDT Scouting. So I always appreciate you, David. His question, he's got two on here, but we'll get to his first one. It's, uh, who has you excited entering this draft season? Um, I got four names for you. I, I couldn't just give you one. I wanted to give you two offensive, two defensive names. First offensive name, quarterback Josh Allen from Wyoming. Uh, he's got a big-time arm. He's making Sunday throws. He hangs tough in the pocket. He can escape. He can throw on the run. I mean, he really is a perfect fit for today's game. Uh, obviously, you want to see him cut down on the interceptions and some of the some of the decision-making, but uh, that's fine. He's a junior, or he's he was a redshirt sophomore. He'd be a junior this year, so he's got a lot of – He's got. He's going to develop. He's going to get better. Um, so you know, everyone. It's not a finished script. When you watch his tape, the foundational traits of a high-level NFL starting quarterback are obvious. He's got work to do. He's got a season to do it. He may have another season to do it. Uh, but from a baseline traits, he really emphatically checks boxes. So Josh Allen, quarterback, Wyoming. Uh, I am. I am on board with him. And his potential. The next player I want to mention, Connor Williams, Texas, the offensive tackle. That dude is smooth. He's powerful. He can move. And uh, I like him a lot. I think he has a good chance to be uh, an early first-round pick uh, out of Texas. He um, he has the that, that makeup of one of those just decade-dominating tackles in the NFL. So uh, he'll be a fun player to watch this year. He has me very excited. Looking at defense, two guys that I've mentioned on the show before. Number one, Jerome Baker, Ohio State linebacker. That dude is sideline to sideline. He's quick to process. He's physical. He plays through contact. He can cover. He can fill gaps. I mean, really, he's a very complete linebacker. Uh, in you know, in that Reggie or not the Reggie Ragland. My God, no, I meant to say Reuben Foster, the Reuben Foster mold. Uh, very, very similar in terms of how they're aggressive, can flow sideline to sideline, make plays, uh, might actually be better against the pass. Um, so really excited about Jerome Baker out of Ohio State. The last guy I want to mention is Florida State cornerback Tavares McFadden. I think this is uh, one of those really special type of cornerback prospects, prospects, big, long, athletic, ball skills, physical. I mean, he does everything. Uh, so I think he has a chance to be a high first-round pick. Uh, this coming year and a, and a very good secondary where he'll be with Derwin James back there. So Florida State's going to be a fun team to watch this year. The next question comes from at Falcons underscore Andy. And uh, this is a good question. He said, if you're a general manager any year, which positions would you feel comfortable taking first overall? Uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to say anything that it's going to surprise anyone here, but I need to have a quarterback, right? So, uh, and I need to have somebody who can block for the quarterback or I need somebody that can get after the quarterback. So my three positions that I'm going to target are quarterback, defensive end, pass rusher, and offensive tackle. I probably need to have one of those three players. Uh, if I don't have an elite talent at one of those three positions, I might have the appetite for a cornerback or a wide receiver. When I say that, I mean a Patrick Peterson style cornerback 
and a wide receiver like Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones, A.J. Green type, Sammy Watkins talent. Yeah, I threw Sammy Watkins in there. He's every bit as talented as A.J. Green and Julio Jones. He just needs to stay healthy, and he doesn't have uh, you know, great, the great quarterbacks to throw in the football yet. So uh, I need to have a talent in that mold uh, for it to be a cornerback or a wide receiver, but preferably a, a quarterback, an edge, or an offensive tackle. The next question comes from at the Mick Martin. I got a feeling this guy's name is Nick Martin, but he's, you know, he's doing the, the reverse there on the M and the N. The question is, have you watched Middle Tate's Middle Tennessee State University? Oh man, my pronunciation here is bad. Have you watched Middle Tennessee State University wide receiver Richie James? And this is going to be quick. I haven't watched him. I have no takes. Uh, so I, I will make it a point to see him uh, at some point over the coming weeks, but I have no degree of familiarity to speak on uh, the, the Mr. Richie James from MTSU. Next question goes uh, comes from at Steve Draft, and he says, could you give – I wrote this down, so I'm sorry, my handwriting's terrible. Uh, it says, can you give us a couple of good football or scouting books – uh, you've read, yeah, absolutely. The one I just most recently read, and um, I, I would recommend to everyone. I had a really good time reading. It's by Howard Mudd, former NFL offensive line coach. It's called "The View from the O Line," and it's uh, it's a compilation of stories from numerous offensive lines, uh, num- numerous offensive linemen about their experience in the NFL, their approach, what they did, what it's like in game situations. Uh, and that unique mentality of an offensive lineman. So um, it kind of peels back the curtain there a little bit and gets you inside their minds and how they prepare and what they're going through playing in the trenches. Uh, So I really recommend that. A couple others that come to mind, I really enjoyed the Smart Football Series by Chris Brown and uh, Take Your Eye Off the Ball Series by Pat Kerwin. Uh, Were really good, fun, easy to read. Uh, type stuff. The other thing uh, for development, one thing I really enjoy um, doing, not necessarily reading, is watching coaching clinics. So uh, YouTube is your friend. Go on there. Pick uh, pick out some coaching clinics where they talk about certain specific things. You know, pick pick a famous offensive or uh, a famous college coach or NFL coach or something, and, and learn from people who uh, are responsible for today's football products. So. Uh, that's some of my favorite resources for learning more about football. Next question comes from at fantasy FB con. Uh, it says, what player are you looking forward to most watching on tape? Um, you know, I'm not just going to give you one. I've got three here that I want to mention. And, and what I wanted to do here with this specific question was give three players that I haven't really done any work on, um, you know, where I've really taken the time to watch this player a few in a few games and get familiar with him. Uh, the three that come to mind, number one, J.R. Alexander, cornerback from Louisville. I hear really good things about this guy. Um, uh, read some good things. Uh, some of the uh, circles that I'm in, you know, have mentioned him, so I'm anxious to get eyes on him. Sounds like he has, you know, first-round talent at cornerback. Uh, the next one is Mitch Hyatt, the offensive tackle from Clemson. He is a uh, entering his junior season. He started every game, five-star recruit so far in, in his career. Started as a true freshman at uh, at Clemson, and obviously they 
had the playoff run and in the national championship loss and then the playoff run and the national championship win. So this guy's probably got 30 starts in two seasons under his belt and uh, enters his third season as a starting offensive tackle for Clemson. Uh, anxious to get eyes on him. The last one I want to mention is Vita Vea, the defensive lineman from Washington. Uh, there are some people that I really respect in, in the industry that have spoke highly on him. And so I want to, uh, get my own opinion and watch some of his tape and see see what the buzz is about. So those are the three guys that I really haven't done any work on that I want to see um, soon. The next comes from at Frank Marino 48. I know this guy. He's my brother. He asks, it's early, but what do you think of these comps? And these are all regarding um, quarterback prospects for this year. The first one is Josh Allen to Big Ben. Uh, the next one is Sam Darnold to Philip Rivers, and the next one is Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen to um, Manning. I, I presume he meant Eli Manning. I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll go with it. we'll go with Eli. Uh, I like all three of those. Um, not necessarily. I never like to say when I'm talking comps. I never want to talk career direct trajectory. I want to talk stylistic. And so when you think about uh, Josh Allen and Big Ben, you have guys that are really adept at throwing on the run. Uh, able to hang in the pocket and uh, and take big hits, able to let routes develop and hit you know throws to the deep uh, portions of the field. Uh, so I like those stylistic similarities. Uh, Sam Darnold and Philip Rivers they they are that is a good comp because they both have uh, unorthodox throwing motions. Um, Darnold's is is really elongated. Um, but it's it's awkward like Philip Rivers, and then they they are both really sound in terms of mental processing and reading defenses and working the football into uh, into tight windows and leverage throws and those types of things. So uh, I like that stylistic comparison. And then Josh Rosen, Eli Manning makes a lot of sense because uh, kind of methodical type players, really sound with their with a lot of their mechanics and. Uh, kind of polished at picking apart defenses. And, and so um, I like all three of those stylistically. The one that I want to work on is Mason Rudolph, who we mentioned in the tweet. So I need to come up with a – or well, I, I didn't come up with any of those comps. I guess I guess my brother did. But uh, Mason Rudolph, you know, my knee jerk is that he's very similar to like a Carson Palmer. But I think he probably moves better than Carson Palmer. But in terms of being able to work the football vertically and, and with touch and, and – uh, uh, you know, that big body you know, pocket passer, you know, Mason Rudolph, Carson Palmer seems like a pretty good uh, stylistic comparison. Next up, John Ledger, Ledger, uh, his Twitter handle at Ledger NFL draft. His, uh, his question is which offensive lineman in your 2018 work has impressed you the most so far. I'm going to give you two, John. First one, Frank Ragnall, Arkansas center. I don't know if we are seeing eye to eye on this, but, uh, I think he's a he's a good football player. Um, I like how good he is in space. I like his his power. I like how he moves. I like that he has some length. Um, I think he's a he's a more powerful Ethan Pochick, but probably better in space. So uh, I'm I really like what I saw from Frank Ragnow out of Arkansas. The other one's the obvious Connor Williams, Texas. You know I mentioned him already in one of the questions, but I think he's a franchise left tackle. So those are the two offensive linemen that have impressed me the most. And um, I know that you're a big Mason Cole guy, uh, John, but I need to see his film first before I can comment on that. 
the next question is the second question from David Bolin at dbolin98. This is this is a great question, and it's if you could change one thing about Kyle Krabs, what would it be? And um, you know, Kyle's a pretty good dude. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Let me let me get a sip of water here. Kyle's a good guy, but he um, his his uh, his sports team allegiances are are just out of whack. Um, especially when you consider my sports allegiances. So NFL, Buffalo Bills for me. Kyle's a Miami Dolphins fan. Um, you know that just doesn't mesh. Long long term rivalry there. In baseball, he's an Atlanta Braves fan. I am a New York Mets fan. You know, division rivals. That doesn't mesh well, so we don't really see eye to eye there. Kyle says that he will not root for Philadelphia sports teams, but yet he just bought season tickets to the Philadelphia 76ers, and he's trusting the process, and he's a Sixers fan. So I don't understand that. My allegiance in in basketball is a Charlotte Hornets. In college football, the man doesn't have a favorite team. Um, but I think he'll t- if you asked him, if you made him pick one, he'd probably say West Virginia, although he graduated from Penn State. So I don't quite understand that. Uh, he's a free agent hockey fan, right? So the dude's almost 30 years old, and he doesn't have a favorite hockey team. I mean, like, how is that possible? Same thing with college football. How do you not have a favorite college football team? You love football. You went to Penn State. And you're going to sit here and toss around the possibility of it being West Virginia? I don't know. I, I just think he's lost a little bit with this uh, with the sports team allegiances. And um, it's something that by, you know, this guy's pushing 30 years old. This is stuff that needs to be firmed up. You know, you, 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 you're flaky on the basketball thing because suddenly you will root for Philadelphia teams and, and it's the Sixers. Uh, you, you don't have a college football team. You don't have a – uh, uh, an NHL team, and then the Dolphins and Braves. Just man, we just don't see eye to eye on this. So uh, that's that's what I would change about uh, Kyle is is getting him short up on some of these uh, rooting interests in, in in sports. Last question here um, comes from at Chase two o six. This is a fun question. I like this one. If you could go back and add one player from twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen draft. And, and add them to the 89 to 93 Buffalo Bills uh, that would put them over the top. Who would I pick and why? Uh, Miles Garrett, man. Get Miles Garrett, pair him with Bruce Smith, and, and it. good luck. It's over. It's game over. I mean, that is that is Von Miller and Demarcus Ware on steroids, man. That's, that's a, a, a sick pass rushing combo. Now, Bruce Smith, best pass rusher of all time. If you ask me, the best defensive player of all time, uh, I'm going to elaborate that on a second. But let me talk about pairing him with Miles Garrett. You know, for years, uh, you know, Cornelius Bennett was the second rusher to uh, Bruce Smith. They brought in Phil Hansen a couple years into the Super Bowl era, uh, who who was a fine player. Um, but you know, Daryl Talley made some plays as a pass rusher. But you know, having having Miles Garrett opposite Bruce Smith would totally have taken that team defensively to another place and uh, have a, a combination of edge players that would have just been nearly impossible to deal with. Now, let me tell you why Bruce Smith is the best defensive player and the best pass rusher of all time. Um, yeah, well, first of all, he led 
he's the, has the most sacks in NFL history. So, arguably the most important defensive play, a sack, he has the most ever. 200. 200 sacks. We are not going to see that. That is 10 sacks a year for 20 years. That's unbelievable. Um, secondly, he played right defensive end in a 3-4 system. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know something about football. 3-4 defensive ends don't get sacks. Bruce Smith got 200 of them. Uh, that's a testament to how dominant he is as a pass rusher. This dude probably didn't see reps that he wasn't double teamed on. But still able to get 200 sacks. Obviously, the physical components, he's long, big, athletic, strong. He's a freak. Um, but the way that he impacted football games was at a level that I think is the best ever. Uh, he is the most productive pass rusher ever. A lot of people want to say Reggie Reggie White. Outstanding football player. They won in different ways. Um, but Reggie White played on the left side. And, and on the left side, especially back when Bruce Smith and Reggie White were playing, on the left on the left side of the defense, you're facing right tackles. Right tackles, even now, but more so back then, are not the best pass blockers on the team. Your best pass blocker then and now was your left tackle. So as a 3-4 three de- three, defensive end, playing on the right side, beating left tackles, the team's best offensive lineman, Bruce Smith has 200 career sacks. Watch the tape. Look at the production. Best defensive player of all time, in my opinion. So I'm sure that uh, that rant there will cause some waves, but I'm going to end with it. I like that. I feel good about that. I feel good with that nugget leading you into the weekend here on a Friday on Draft Dudes. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed because we've got a lot of good stuff coming for you the rest of the summer and next week. Hit that subscribe button on whatever means of podcast resource you're listening to this on. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter. I am at the Joe Marino. Kyle is at NDT Scouting. Uh, NDT Scouting's official Twitter handle is at NDT Scouting LLC. We have a Facebook Facebook.com slash NDT Scouting. We've got a lot going on. Stay connected with what we're doing. Um, I hope that you have a good weekend. I hope you you catch some some rays, get some sun, do some work around the house, whatever you got going on. Um, we are uh, counting down the weekends until football comes. So we've we got a ways to go, but we'll get there, and uh, we'll help you uh, be ready for the season and, and, the, and the 2018 draft by uh, covering covering those topics every single day here. Uh, through the draft. So uh, signing off for myself today, this is Joe Marino of uh, NDT Scouting and FanReg Sports, and thank you for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. 
Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.